This program is brought to you by A to B Media Partners. Be sure to listen to the After Two Beers podcast on Spotify, Apple iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Pocket Casts. Also, make sure to visit www.aftertwobeers.com. Welcome to the After Two Beers podcast. I'm Dutch Dalton, joined as always by Kimmy Gibbler. That's me. Gibbler, how are you doing this evening? I'm good. How are you? Good. You know, it's I come up with ideas for the show, and this one came to me today. I'm sitting at work, and the phone rings. Right. And I quickly look to the caller ID to identify who the person is. Okay. And I whip my neck over there, and I swear to you, <laughs> I think I pulled my neck. And I'm like, it is too hard. Oh, adulting is terrible. Oh, it's brutal. I have, like, went to bed, thought I had a good night's sleep, woke up, felt injured, like I've been hit by a Mack truck. Do you feel like as you get older that you experience more anxiety? Oh, yeah. I do, too. Oh, yeah. I worry about shit that does not even matter. Right. You know what I've been experiencing the last three days, which I realized today was just allergies, (laughs) but I was playing, am I just struggling to breathe, or is this a heart attack game? (laughs) <laughs> or is it COVID again? <laughs> oh, no. I never thought the COVID route. But I play all the time. Is this heartburner? Is this heartburner? Heart <laughs> <Am> I... <laughs> right. Is this anxiety or is this actually uh, like my heart beating out of my chest right now? Oh. Is this blood pressure? You know another fun or game. Or migraine? Oh, yeah. <laughs> AJ and I play this one all the time. Does this mole look concerning? <laughs> 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 yeah, it's... It's the things that I realize that us as as late Gen Xers, <laughs> that we're surrounded by Gen Xers, and I realized, you know what? I guarantee you everybody is going through this. Oh, yeah. You know? And I think it, it's just, I don't know what it came up to, but, like, I got a new mole on my arm, and it immediately goes into, like, witness protection because— You're like, okay, I got, like, five months to live. Right. You start looking it up. Mm-hmm. You ever go on WebMD? No, it's it's a bad spiral. It's yeah. a real bad spiral. Like so, I had a toothache, and I immediately thought that I had like oral cancer or something. Yeah, I had a nosebleed, and I thought I had, I ended up <laughs> I had, I had o- ovarian cancer. <laughs> <laughs> I think I input some of the data wrong. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. Because I had to go get my prostate checked this week. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> I don't have. One. Oh, well, then she's just being <laughs> kind of dirty. <laughs> you only need to worry if you're getting your prostate checked and the doctor has both his arms on your shoulders. <laughs> I've heard this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you struggling getting old? I am struggling getting old. Which part? Mentally or physically? All the above. What are the mental aspects that you struggle with? Uh, kind of like what you said, like the anxiety and that any time that anything happens, I'm like, oh, this is it. This is how I go. You think so? Yeah. I think there's that, and then, like, I still sometimes feel like I'm a little bit hip and such until I'm around, like, hip people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm not in my 20s or 30s anymore. I was thinking today that when I was 20 years old or 18 or 17, I could have broke out into just a full sprint and ran till I collapsed and never think <laughs> twice about it, right? But now I feel like I'm an old car that if you floor it for too long, the engine might blow up. And I'm like, I don't know if I physically should take the chance of running to exhaustion. Well, my thing is, so like something went under the the couch the other day 
And instead of like getting down on my hands and knees, because I'm like, oh God, that shit's going to hurt and it's going to be take forever for me to get back up. It's going to hurt. Right. So I get the broom and just like sweep it out from underneath the couch. <laughs> I will say the one advantage of having a, a son that's 17 is he gets to do a lot of the things that I just don't want to do. <laughs> <laughs> like I, we had tools in our, in our basement that we needed to take upstairs. And I'm like, Logan, help me out with this while I run the vacuum. I have never picked up more dirt off a floor in my life because I had to have as much time as I could to get him to take all the tools. I need him to be the mule, so I'm just going to look busy <laughs> that's the whole time. Right, right, right. Because as a dad, you don't want to be the guy sitting on the couch barking out orders. No. So I, yeah, we I swept up dirt that hasn't even fallen yet. <laughs> <laughs> I can sit on the couch, and this pisses AJ off. I can sit on the couch and move my ankle, and it just pops. And oh, I can yeah. make it pop as much as I want. I can sit there and like, like do it in rhythm. <laughs> you know, like, I should do an ankle pop rap on the show. <laughs> like, use it as background. But do you ever experience, like, when you get up and you're walking, and it sounds like you're stepping on bags of, of like, popcorn? Oh, yeah. It's just cracking and popping. Oh, yeah. You oh. get up, and then it's like you move one way, and you're like, oh. <laughs> ah. And then you're intentionally trying to pop stuff, and you're like, oh, that feels so much better. Geico has those commercials right now that it talks about becoming your parents. Oh, yeah. And they show the one where the guy is sitting down, and he goes, oh. <laughs> and, and the guy's like, you know, you can sit down without making a noise. And I'm like, no, you can't. Not anymore. <laughs> It's part of the greatest part of my day sometimes is just to sit down at the end of the day. <laughs> and that's always when AJ, she doesn't ask me to do a lot, but that's the one time she will. Have you ever had to try to roll yourself out of like the bed to try to get up? That's no, the worst. No, the worst is like if you get down to like fold laundry in the floor <laughs> you <know? laughs> and your leg falls asleep. <laughs> You're like, nope, <laughs> nope. If the house catches fire, I'm going to die. <laughs> I got to drag my body up the steps. <laughs> <laughs> so as a guy, peeing has become a challenge at my age. So you need to have your prostate checked. Well, up. no, I was going to tell you what it is. Oh, okay. So you go to the bathroom, and as a guy, you got your appendage, and it's hanging <laughs> down. And, I mean, you can no hand or flippy floppity all you want. And the moment you pull your shorts up, like a reserve Dribble. kicks in. There must be like a little, like a, like a reservoir. <laughs> it's like, you're like, how the hell does that happen? It's like this little surprise. Now, AJ, I get her laughing and she's always in worries about peeing. Oh, that's Do another, women that's have with that? Women. With women, it's that the older that you get that uh, it's a lot whole, it's a lot harder to hold your pee. So like we can't jump on trump trampolines. We can't laugh, sneeze, or laugh too hard, like cough, so all you'll of just that. So you just pee? We might pee a little. Pee a little? Yeah. Do you have a strategy in case that happens at work? I mean, <laughs> I think it's that's... a little bit of TMI, but yeah, I mean. Do you really? Sometimes you have to have a liner. Oh, see, now what I was going to say is. Uh, I don't have like reserve undies or anything no 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 i'm going even more depth in depth because <laughs> i was thinking about this today and i honestly don't think underwear was invented for like 20 year olds and 30 year olds i think underwear are for little kids and people past 40 <laughs> and i say this because we're the most likely to have an accident 
like, and it's truly an accident. I was just thinking, here's the difference between wearing boxers and not wearing boxers at my age. I can shart myself at work. If I <laughs> got boxers on, I know I have a good 90 seconds to take action. I've got a, I've thought about this, right? <laughs> I can pick up my work phone and call my cell phone and not let people see I've picked up my work phone. And I can answer my cell phone like it's an emergency. I'm like, what? Little Tommy fell down the well. I got to go. <laughs> and you're like, you're yelling as you walk out the door. Like, hey, I got to run. I can't talk about it real fast. Little Tommy's down the well. And it smells like somebody stepped in dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> and you run out of there. And you run out of there going. <laughs> <laughs> right. And the key is you have to have the boxers on. Because otherwise. You, you know, you're going to show you're going to that story is going to be told about you for the rest of forever. And every time they tell the story, that mark on your ass is going to be <laughs> bigger, larger and larger. <laughs> it's going to look like the great There's mushrooms flood. coming out the bottom of your pants. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's why you have to wear boxers after a certain and and underwear. <laughs> and maybe that do you like I know like women still thong is still a thing, but that's where you got to start wondering, like, you know, maybe my anatomy doesn't allow me to wear the thong anymore as much as I'd like it to. I'm not saying you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying if you're putting a pad down there with a thong, it's got to be a tiny little pad. Some people need a sponge down there. <laughs> oh, Another thing that I've noticed about getting older is when I was a kid, I had never had allergies. And now I struggle with it's them. It's something that happens at 35. I don't know what it is. Where? Oh, I go for months where I just can't breathe. All of a sudden at 35, you've got to go and get your eyes checked. And you have allergies. I've had eye problems since I was like in second grade. But allergies suck. Oh, they're bad. They're not good. Do you have So you have allergies too? Um, you know what? I really haven't had much problem in the last few years, which is surprisingly because like there before that, I was like, man, this is terrible. I don't know how I lived all my life without having them. And then now they're like full force. Yeah. But I really haven't had any issues the last few years. What are some of the weird things about women and getting older that men don't know? We worry about our appearance so much. More? Oh, yeah. Women always care about their appearance. I know, but it's even worse. Like, we're sitting there making faces in the mirror, pulling our cheeks <laughs> up and our forehead up and what our you, titties up. And what? <laughs> we're just going, man, gravity really fucking sucks. <laughs> you were just doing what she was pushing her cheeks up. <laughs> and it looks at what I used to do when Rally was a puppy. I'd uh, go <laughs> running really fast, running and then slim stuff. And that's what you look oh, like. Yeah. I know, but no, we we make these faces, and then we're like, oh, God, when did I start getting these ham hocks under my chin? And now we're extremely critical. Yeah. If we have young listeners that are males on the show, one of the things that I recommend that you do is starting now, uh, the week of your birthday, it doesn't have to be the day of, go get a tattoo on the inner side of your thigh where your scrote hangs. <laughs> And then you can track your age <laughs> by the lines. 
Because I promise you, it's going to get a little lower. And then one day, it's just going to, you're going to sit down to go to the bathroom, and it's going to dip into the water, and you're going to be like, oh, God! <laughs> I wonder how many heart attacks on toilets have been caused by the ball drop. <laughs> I've heard, like, a friend of mine, she's a nurse, and she worked at a nursing home, and she actually had to go and help a gentleman off of the toilet because he got his stuck in between the toilet and the seat. Yeah. He got it pinched. Now, here's the thing. Like, I'm all for, like, making sure that we take care of the elderly that are in these nursing and retirement homes. I mean, we got to take care of Oh, we do. Yeah. But if that happens, I feel like you're allowed at least one photo with his face not in it (laughs) 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 that you can share with the public. Like, you got to make sure that it's like the uh, something about Mary where the (laughs) how'd you get the beans above the fridge, right? Between the porcelain and the lid, (laughs) (laughs) looks like a piece of gum. Think about that bubble gum in there. That means like the lid is up as you're going for the sit. I think it's like when he went to go sit, he pulled the lid up a little bit with his thighs, and then when he went to sit down, he squished his gonad right between the seat. No, well, his skin was between the seat. There you go. If his gonad had been between the seat, he'd have jumped high. They'd had to like <laughs> extract his head from the ceiling above him. <laughs> they would have had to get some drywall worked he, out as well. He'd have looked like Tom Hanks in the money pit. <laughs> but only he came from the bottom. <laughs> I don't care how old you live. I'm guaranteeing a nut smash still hurts. You I, I think, and I don't know if this has been done. I'm sure this has been tested. Somewhere in the world, there was a guy that says, you know, we got to test these guys in comas. Maybe we can just stick their balls with something. Did you say test these guys? <laughs> test these guys. <laughs> exactly. I guarantee you something like that either, has happened. If these guys are in a coma, you either touch the thermostat. <laughs> <laughs> Or just, like, punch him in the balls. Just punch him in the balls. <laughs> that would get it for sure. <laughs> I got to tell you this story. This is, I'm going back to, like, when we started and telling stories that used to embarrass me that people would love and people would listen all the time. So the other day, my mom got a brand new pool. Not just the other day. She had the pool for a while. Right. The other day when the story took place, I'm in her pool. And... It's about four and a half feet deep, right? So it's it's chest level for me. <laughs> and we're playing around the water for about an hour, hour and a half. And I get up and I walk out of it. And I get up on the deck and I'm like, holy hell. Why do I weigh so much all of a sudden? <laughs> like, am I getting ready to pass out? <laughs> like, what's the problem? And I realized that my body had, in my mind, adjusted to the weight that I was when I was walking <laughs> in the water. And then when I took the buoyancy away, I was like, Shit, man, I got to lose some weight. <laughs> it was, this is harder to carry. I had no idea. If I could walk around in real life in a pool all day, like a mobile pool, like it should be like a, like a big giant go-kart that has just a pool on it. And you walk, so you're still getting the exercise. But it's in the pool. I tell you what, that's why like water aerobics work so well for people in our our age and higher. Uh, yeah, you know the bad part is it's actually for people like seventy, and we're in our early forties. Going, I guess it's up to water aerobics. <laughs> <laughs> I did water aerobics in my twenties, and that's how I lost a bunch of weight. <laughs> Seriously, gonna do the water aerobics to turn time around. <laughs> 
And I'm like Cher up in there trying oh, to turn back time. You know you're in an old crowd when they all have old-timey names. Gladys? Gladys and Myron and my grandma's Betty and... Do you feel like if you named a kid Betty now, like you've destined her to be a stripper? That no, sounds like a stripper. I don't stripper. feel like it's a stripper name. What does Betty sound like to you? I don't know. Betty sounds. I don't know. <laughs> oh Somebody God. that knows how to cook? Somebody. <laughs> I think he said better know how to cook. Oh, <laughs> 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 um, I just wanted to bring up. These, these health issues because we're all getting into that age and I think we all experience things from time to time and one of which being anxiety. I think people struggle with it and it's one of those things that I think people are embarrassed to talk about. You know what? This is actually Mental Health Awareness Month. There you go. Um, But I mean it is it always has been something to where it's like oh well I'm in a third crisis. Well you know what? We all are. We all struggle with something. And there's nothing to be embarrassed about. You know, it, it, as I get older, I start thinking about things differently. So we hope right now we are at the midpoint of our life, <laughs> right? You don't want to be at the part <laughs> at the end of the movie when the guy and the girl get together and you're like, man, credits are soon. Credits are soon. <laughs> I'm just now figuring shit out. <laughs> right? I want to be I like more time. Yeah. Chapter two in a Tarantino movie. You don't <laughs> right. want to be chapter four. No. That's normally the end. <laughs> so, we definitely want to be a Kill Bill. <laughs> but I catch myself thinking about shit differently as I get older, and I think that adds to the anxiety. Like my son, he's a junior. He'll be a, a technically a senior next week. I've got one more year before he moves away to college. Wow. And that's kind of freaky. And I start thinking about that. And then I – And that's when I start, like, getting less freaked out about, like, the way AJ treats her son. I'm like, I get it. I would give anything for Logan to somehow be able to transport back at night after school's over. But, you know, I need him to live that life. I oh, lived absolutely. it, and it was very important for me. And uh, I think those are the things that add to your anxiety. Oh, absolutely. Now, do you ever do this one? So we're both in our early 40s, and we're at that cusp where it's, do we ride this job out for the rest and hope to make it to the end? Right. Or is this really what I want to do for the rest of my life? <laughs> I mean, I've already invested this much in the 401k. <laughs> <laughs> like, at what point do you live to do the shit you want to do? Or do you just play this game out until the end, just doing what you think you're supposed to do? You know what? I'm a, I am I don't know that answer. I don't if I either. did, it would be a whole lot easier. Yeah. Now, I will say, I asked I earlier. I mean, we're obviously not making enough money being podcasters, so <laughs> I'm going to keep going to work. No, this is, the only, <laughs> this is the most expensive hub, even with the Patreon sponsors we have, in which we greatly appreciate. It, uh, it's an expensive hobby. It is. It is. So just hanging out with you guys and trying to provide. We each take turns. Or then when we go out afterwards. We're all pretty expensive. <laughs> yeah. We need to start doing these things live again so we can get some of these paid for. <laughs> the reason I brought it up is because, as I mentioned, I, I sprained my neck earlier and I realized we all go through this. And I asked on our Facebook page, my Facebook page, if there was anything that you could go back to your, you, your living today, but we can take one of your body parts and it can look or feel like it did when you were 20 years old, what body part would you pick? My knees. Your knees. My knees. Your knees? Oh, they're done. They're done. Yeah? Yeah. Mine is my neck. 
except I got to thinking about it. I mean, you could go the science route and think my adrenaline, right? Your thyroid. If you could get that bastard pumping like oh, I did when man, I was 20. Alive. Hell yeah, that would be it. My metabolism when I was 20. Because I would be willing to bet the dozens and dozens of our listeners <laughs> collectively, I'm not saying one individual, <laughs> collectively weigh more than they did on their graduation day in high school. You think? Yes. And I'd be willing to bet, myself included, a lot of my health, quote unquote, health issues are caused by the fact that when I got out of the pool, it was like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe we should use this and all these body ailments and everybody listening. This is our wake-up call to make sure that we make it to the second chapters. We got to get healthier. Yeah. A, a great quote I heard one time was, we spend the first 40 years of our life trying to kill ourselves and the next 40 trying to stay alive. <laughs> That's about the truth. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, so there we go. That's our uh, our segment for the week. And now we're going to roll into our tour tales with DC. All right, Gibbler, we are welcoming back DC for the tour tales of the week. Tour tales. Tour tales. Oh, my gosh. Gibbler. I like how Gibbler went like 1980s cartoon. <laughs> right? I'm just picturing. Like videos or shots of you, DC, just popping up from random tours, pointing at stuff. And sometimes it looks like you're laughing, and sometimes it looks like you're deep in thought. Oh, I'm always deep in thought. <laughs> always. So last I'm week. Thinking about something. Yes, yes. So we, we've we've done a couple of these now. We're getting a little more familiar with it. And this okay. week, we wanted to talk about what do you guys do when you're on tour, but you have the day off? That is a fantastic question. As my boss would say, how long's a piece of string? I mean, guys do everything from disc golf to regular golf to when we were in Auckland, a bunch of guys rented a van and they drove down to see the whole Lord of the Rings set and, you know, the exhibit and tour and all that. Um, there's been guys on tour that have gone skydiving and we have a bunch of days off in new zealand and a couple of the a couple of the crew rented a motorhome and drove around the south island and you know went to different spots and i think they killed a hobo and <laughs> oh wait was that my inside or outside voice? Did I think that or say? I like how fast you went through it. I gotta ask you: you've been, how many? I'm not even gonna ask you how many cities you've been to. There's no way you would know that. But where's like the worst place to go? Like if you've got a day off and you're like, "Oh, I'm in Houston." Fuck. <laughs> well, that's a good question. I usually have work to do on the days off, so after I do my work. Uh, I can always find something redeeming in each city, to be honest with you, as long as it's not being mugged. Uh, <laughs> have you been mugged? Right? No, I never have. Oh, okay. See, I don't put we my, thought maybe there was I like don't... a backstory to that. No, 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 no. I try not to put myself in in bad positions like that, like, you know, being in bars and you know, after, well, after midnight, I know I sound like an old crank, but I just, uh, I just don't put myself in situations like that. It, it, 
this is a rock and roll tour, right? <laughs> yes. But I also have I also have a lot of responsibility. Yeah, god damn it. Responsibility always gets in the way of a oh, good time. Oh man, all the time. Well, I know. Always. I'm expect I'm expected to do things for my paycheck. Can you believe it? I know. What a crock of shit. <laughs> When you guys are on the road, how long are you no- typically on tour? It really depends. You know, I've been gone for a week. It's basically, there was one year with Elton where he played Yamaha, had a showcase during the NAM convention, which that's where all the major musical instrument companies go. You know, your Fenders, your Gibsons, your Yamahas, your DWs. They all go there, and they all, you know, it's a it's a fantastic place to go. I mean, there is so much gear; it's like a gearhead's dream. I, I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie. When you said Nam convention, <laughs> I was picturing a bunch of old dudes sitting around going, oh, "I saw some shit in Nam." <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's not that. I right. think it's the National Association of Music merchandisers Ah, n-a-m-m gotcha gotcha well it's not just a clever acronym then (laughs) no no it's not it's it's not i i'd be willing to bet the sales reps though from those music companies talk about it the same way (laughs) it can be overwhelming i mean there's and i i have a lot of guys both both in the crew and in the band that go down to nam and it is just it's insane it's like it's like ces you know the big electronic show that oh they yeah have yeah we, in las vegas yeah we talk it's about like it. that yeah i'm just picturing two guys like old roadies <laughs> sitting at a bar one day and it's like did you ever go to nam yeah i did <laughs> i did four tours 82 to 86 oh man those were rough years <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, Dutch, you're in the zone. Tonight. I'm in the zone, buddy. Now, so if you're on tour, like, like, what's uh, how long is Elton's farewell tour? Well, it's supposed to be 300 shows. It was all meticulously planned out, and there were some very cool things that were scheduled that will still happen, but it will be announcements are forthcoming shortly. And, you know, it's it's really throwing a monkey wrench in the touring plans because all of a sudden we have a year's worth of dates we have to make up. And when we're when we start in Berlin on September 1st, who knows if the government will allow us in there or not? They might not allow large gatherings. So a lot, you know, a lot depends on. A lot depends on the government and stuff like that in the countries we're supposed to go to. So who knows what's going to happen this fall. So when you're on a tour for a year, you say you have 300 shows. Mm-hmm. You stay on the road. Oh, the you, end- don't, you don't do them all in one year. Okay. No, no. <laughs> no the farewell tour. You know, Elton's, Elton's not a karaoke machine. You don't just plug him in and get the hits. <laughs> so you have to. You have to take into account that, you know, he needs days off. He needs, you know, he needs vacation time, just like the rest of us. Right. He needs family time, you know, as as do the, the band and crew. So how long are you on 
tour, like for instance, in 2022, you're going to go back on tour. Correct. In 365 days, how many days will you be on tour? Well, I only have the schedule through the end of April. And so I will be gone. I leave probably January 15th. I will get home March 17th or so. And then I leave again five days later. And then I get home April 28th. And then I'm sure I'll only be home a couple of weeks. But I mean, it's what we do. Right. So from January to April, you're basically home for a week. Yes, that's correct. So how many days off do you get the other four months? You know what? It it really depends. It, you know, I mean, it depends on the touring schedule because, you know, that that's what, that's what me being at home, you know, we, that's what it depends on is the touring schedule. And... You know, it's we miss a lot of stuff when we're gone. We miss a lot of birthdays and holidays and things like that. And, um, you know, I mean, I'm not asking people to feel sorry for us because we have a fantastic life. And we <laughs> you take the good with the bad. Cool things. Right. Yeah, but it's, it's one of those trade-offs. You're like a truck driver, but instead of, like, hauling frozen foods around, you get to listen to kick-ass music every night. No, I haul around the fun machine. Oh, what's the fun machine? We sell fun. What? So what's the tour? Oh, oh, well, that's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the fun machine. So how, how many of your crew has been arrested on days off in the time that uh, you guys have been traveling the world? It has to have happened. Since I've been touring, it's only happened once, and it happened in Virginia Beach, Virginia, to I believe he was the guitar tech. There was some sort of um, they went to this bar and there was some sort of scuffle, and he was the one arrested. Ah, did he win, <laughs> or was he the slowest? <laughs> he he didn't win. He did not win with me. Oh, did not win with me. What tour was it? I will not say. God, I was hoping I'd finally get one out of you. <laughs> All right. It was Donnie Osmond, and it was Donnie. <laughs> he looks like a fighter. <laughs> hey, you get that Hawaiian punch in him and giddy up. All right. I feel like there's a lot of guys that back in the day, like the guy on Blue's Clues, you guys remember him, the striped shirt oh, guy yeah. with the, the basic Is haircut? his name Steven? Steve, yeah, right. Steve. Yeah. I'm picturing that dude doing so much blow off hookers asses. <laughs> and he's like he's like in the back and he's snorting it and he's wiping his face. He's like, I gotta go talk to Blue. I'll be right back. So what's I also thought it was funny that you talked about on your guys' days off. You're like, Oh, we go skydiving or this or that. I'm like, I uh, right. I catch up on my D V R kill some zombies some on call of duty <laughs> i mean you know there's a couple guys in the crew that have road bikes and so they'll ride you know 20 30 40 miles and you know some guys play disc golf there's a bunch of guys in the video department that play disc golf and it's you know it's a good way for them to go out and and spend the day 
Now, if we have multiple days off, there's one day for play and then one day to go to the laundromat. And I've been to laundromats all over the world. And the <laughs> best clothes dryers I've ever found were in Geneva, Switzerland. Give me your craziest <laughs> laundromat story. <laughs> okay. It was in Geneva. I was all out of clothes. And the only way I – so I went into this laundromat wearing a motorcycle jacket, flip-flops, and cut-off army pants. And that was all I had on. You look like a guy. A shirt or underwear because that was all I had left. You look like a guy from Richmond on meth. <laughs> Although I did not look disheveled and I had all my teeth. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> so I, put this, I had to go next door to the grocery store and get change. So I go get my coins and I put the stuff in. I put it in the dryer. And damn, when it came out of the dryer, I'm like, ow, ow, ooh, ow. I mean, no, that cotton was hot. Hot. It was I'm fresh so... out of the dryer. <laughs> Do you realize, like, you just described yourself with a pair of Daisy Dukes, a leather jacket. <laughs> And a pair of flip-flops on. They yeah. were not Daisy Dukes, my friend. They were down to my knee. Oh, uh, I'm just picturing you looking like somebody walking into the Blue Oyster <laughs> on on a police academy. <laughs> <laughs> well, not quite. No. But it was quite a sight. See, because Geneva's a pretty, you know, well-to-do town. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of watch companies there and a lot of banking. And it's just, it's a moneyed town. And for me to walk in, you know, not wearing anything but cargo shorts and a motorcycle jacket. Oh, I love it. It's quite the spectacle. I absolutely <laughs> love it. DC, what are we going to talk about next week? Next week, let's see. How about my merchandise career? Ooh, slinging the swag. Slinging cotton. <laughs> yep, my merchandise career because I have uh, I have several stories that involve driving a rider truck. Really, unqualified. I was thinking unqualified. Unqualified. stripper poles and lights. <laughs> no sir, you gonna earn that T-shirt today. <laughs> That's, right. That's it. This is all authentic. Remember that Grateful Dead song, "Living on Reds, Vitamin C, and Cocaine." Trucking. We're trucking. <laughs> minus, minus the first two. <laughs> Just cocaine. <laughs> and trucking. That was it. And trucking. And trucking. All right, DC. Well, we have enjoyed it as always. And we can't well, wait to talk to you next week. Great talking to you guys. Yeah. You too. You as always. We've got some stories that we thought would be kind of funny to go over. I'm ducking and everything. Died in the house. I'm, I got scared. I dropped my hot pocket. Can I ask you, if you won all the money, what would you do with it? Bunch of hookers and cocaine. Oh, okay. That's not I'm... good. <laughs> well, I just had got done feeding my chickens, watering them and stuff, and I walked back to my house there to get my phone so I could play a video game on it. Told them they need to get out of that water. But say I didn't know he was getting eat up by bees. I thought he was just high. So here's our uh, our first story of the week. I got to tell this story, and I'm really interested to get your opinion about this, Gibbler, and, and how from a woman's perspective 
you would think about this situation. Okay? Okay. All right. So a um, let me read the story. A British woman has been jailed for more than three years after she snuck into a bedroom of a sleeping man and began performing oral sex on him. Marie Lamar, 38, from Milton Keynes, is said to have been part of a long drinking session before she took her clothes off and went into a man's room and began performing the act. Now, what's interesting about this, the victim, who is said to be an older man, had been sleeping in a different room from his wife as he snores. For this reason, he initially mistakenly believed that Lamar was his wife. And the defendant tried to pull him now, let's on be top honest. of her. Let's be honest. If they're sleeping in separate rooms, she's not performing oral anymore. <laughs> <laughs> right. Do you think he woke up and looked down and said, I, this isn't my fault, but we're going to go with this for a few minutes? <laughs> <laughs> he um, uh, apparently he immediately told his wife what had happened and she called the police. While they waited for the officers to, to arrive, the inebriated Lamar threatened to knock her fucking teeth out. Knock out the <laughs> wife's teeth. Okay. How many times has the wife said, you knew this woman? Oh, I bet it. This woman was literally drunk, didn't know the guy, said she wasn't attracted to the guy, never met the guy. She just had snuck into the wrong house. Apparently when people get inebriated, that happens now. I didn't know that happened. I know. I, I, right? Yeah, no. So she sneaks into the house, gets naked, and be per begins performing fellatio on this old man. Okay? <laughs> now, I got to ask, is that cheating? Did he cheat? Not intentionally. But did he? I don't. Could you hold it? Would you hold it against? I mean, technically, he was sexually assaulted. He was sexually assaulted. Right, but is the woman part of you like, what the? You telling me you slept through a blowjob? You're telling me you slept through <laughs> a blowjob? Did you finish? <laughs> right? I can fart in the other room and you tell me to shut up. You're telling me. All right. That's an interesting question. So did he cheat? He didn't cheat. I don't think he cheated. What if he did get finished? Do you think he knew? Could you trust him 100%? I, I want anyone that's listening. I don't listening. think he had anything to do with it. He didn't. You know what I mean? Like, I don't feel like he had anything to do yeah. with it. Don't tell me there's not a woman out there that would be like, you you were awake. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell me you enjoyed that, George. You were like, well, I mean, she's already here. <laughs> <laughs> now, despite the fact that someone who uses alcohol as a form of medication is responsible for their own actions, she insisted it was all done to the, or excuse me, it was all down to the alcohol, and she was just very drunk. How drunk do you got to be to just give random blowjob to somebody? <laughs> if you are that drunk, you probably are not undressing uh, yourself. Um, let me ask you something. Have you ever woke up the next day <laughs> and like looked around and you're like, holy shit, I ate a bag of chips? I have. So then what's to say you wouldn't randomly put some guy in your mouth? <laughs> Caught me. Caught me red handed. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> oh 
Oh my god, that's the best joke I've ever told in three and a half years. <laughs> oh, oh, that's the clip. that one got me tongue tied. Had a mouthful, couldn't even say anything. Oh. No. oh, just make sure you massage the grapes. <laughs> All right, you want to do one more story? Sure. People are actually arguing over the correct way to cut toast. Yeah, toast. Yes. It says, as you get older, this is from uh, Boldy.com. Matilda Welch wrote this one. As you get older, you start to appreciate the simple things in life. Take, for instance, toast. As you kid, excuse me, as a kid, you probably thought it was boring and not even that delicious. Now that you have more life experience as your own shit like we are, and you're a whole lot wiser, you start to realize there's kind of something that's pretty good, and it's toast. I mean, I, I, you know what? I kind of agree with this. So I, I'm pretty specific about the way I cut my toast and my, my Sammy's. Okay. Kind of like I'm very specific on how you put the toilet paper roll on, right? Yeah. It's got to be over, right? Yeah. My toast and my Sammy's have to have it in triangles. Okay. That's, so there's the, here's the three options. Okay. And we should post this on our, our Facebook page as well. The three options are the triangle. Yes. And then you have the bread that is, We'll call the top end and the bottom, and it's cut with a top on one side and a half on the other that's the bottom. And then the other option is the top is... So you've got a horizontal cut, and then you have a... A vertical. Vertical cut. Yeah. What kind of psychos do that? (laughs) Especially the horizontal. Like, that's just weird. I I will say this. If I go horizontal or vertical, I have to immediately follow it with another of the other side. Yeah. So that it's in squares. It's got to be squares. This is a triangle game, I feel like. I think so. I don't even know that two and three were, this was that relevant. But see, even if I do like smaller pieces, I still do it as an angle. So it's like crisscross. Do you cut the crust off? Oh, I pull that crust off. Do you really? Yeah, I don't like crust. You don't like crust? No. (laughs) The dogs get the crust. Yeah? On my toast. I like toast crust. Really? Yes. I think it looks like... It's kind of like eating Captain Crunch, and it hurts the roof of my mouth. Oh yeah! <laughs> if you went on a like a like you got high one night and ate a whole box of Captain Crunch, by oh the my god, end your of mouth it, would be bleeding. <laughs> right? You'd probably put some randoms wiener in your mouth just to try to heal it. I don't no, know. I I'm would, joking. You I, really wouldn't. I would bleed to death. <laughs> <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I would probably bleed to death. All right. Do we want to do one more? That's up to you. All right, let's see. AJ's all about it. They're having a good time tonight. We're finally doing it right. <laughs> We're getting back to just being us. I still think that guy was full of shit. I think <laughs> there's no guy that's ever gotten a blowjob and been like, oh, I'm sorry I missed it. I slept right through it. <laughs> I was dreaming. Never happened. Not in the history of ever. Okay, here's the story. Have you ever owned a cat? I have. You have. Do you like cats? Yeah. I mean, I do they're too. not my favorite. Yeah. Cats are my favorite. I'm a dog person. Yeah. Well, this one, again, comes to us from Boldy.com, and it was written by Emma Mills, and she says, when you were in school, chances are you had to do some kind of experiments for science class. Most kids opt for things like building volcanoes, making balloon hovercrafts, and other basic but still cool ideas, and a creative young sixth grader named Keaton Henry from Perry, Florida, decided to find an answer that many have wanted to know for a long, long time. Oh, 
Is it going to be how many lives a cat has? No. <laughs> That's fucked up. Bro. Right? It's one. I it, mean, kids are psychos Right, sometimes. no. But it does involve a cat. Okay. It's how many surfaces do cats' butts actually touch in your home? Ew. Yes. <laughs> the results of this study might surprise you. All of you. them. <laughs> <laughs> All of them. <laughs> now, um, as Caden's mom, Carrie, explained in a Facebook post... She and Caden had a lot of fun with this experiment, and it was relatively easy to perform given that the family has two cats. Now, this is where this starts to, to, to turn different. Okay. Non-toxic lipstick was applied to their bum-bums, as it was written. and then So they, they put lipstick on the cat's butt. Yeah, so can you imagine you're driving by the house and you see, like, the mom <laughs> holding the cat and the son's got the tail in the air? With a lipstick thing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Now, here's the thing that shocked me. And and as much as lipstick on a cat's asshole was funny, they said that these cats were given a series of commands like sit, wait, lie down, and jump up. What? Side note, both cats have been trained since kitten, uh, excuse me, kittenhood with a variety of commands. They also know how to high-five, spin around, and speak. They were compensated with lots of praise and pets <laughs> and their favorite treats. And the, up their and the lipstick was removed with a baby wipe once the uh, excuse me, once we collected our data in 10 minutes, the mom wrote. Can you imagine being that science teacher? Right. Like, that's what you're doing there? <laughs> how, how, can you imagine dating that guy in 10 years? And you're like... I mean, seriously, that has got to be the most open relationship between a mom and son ever. Hey, remember that time we put lipstick on cats' assholes? (laughs) Oh, science. (laughs) uh, Keaton's fine scientific research discovered that long and medium hair cat buttholes made no contact with softer hard surfaces. Okay. Well, that's a relief. However, while short-haired cats... Also made no contact with hard surfaces. There was a slight smear on the furniture. soft bedding surface. Yeah, furniture and bedding. Yeah. It's it's kind of like when a dog does the scooter. <laughs> and that is not a slight smear. That is the most significant. smear. That is, put lipstick on my asshole and you're going to turn on a black light <laughs> and you can see this rug a-glowing. Uh, it's going to look like when planes are landing at night. <laughs> You've got the lights. The runway. <laughs> oh, oh man! If your cat or excuse me, your dog's glands are bad, it's gonna look like O'Hare. There's gonna oh. be runways coming here and there. So I guess in the long term, this means if you got a uh, a short haired cat, you need to make sure that you wash your bed sheets a lot. <laughs> Otherwise, uh, their asshole is better protected than some humans. Yeah, and don't yeah. reuse the lipstick. Oh, okay. <laughs> mm, this tastes like rotten tuna. <laughs> what color is that, plum? <laughs> mm, I think some sand got in it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sounds like spring breeze, but it's really gritty. Yeah, you must have used it at the beach. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Gibbler. I think without further ado, we can wrap this one up and talk to them all next week. After two beers. I need a little-